Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Outtakes. I'm Lori Baker. Today's guest is Jen Lilly, known for her role as Teresa Donovan on Days of Our Lives. This episode is truly a holiday special as we talk about her new Christmas album, Tinsel Time, her lifetime movie, The Spirit of Christmas, and what Teresa's up to on Days of Our Lives. The Christmas season is upon us. Uh, Christmas decorations out everywhere and music being played in the stores. And you have a new album coming out, Tinsel Time. On November 24th. Is this your first solo album? This is my first solo album. Why Christmas in particular? When I was little, I always just used to, I still do it. It's such a terrible habit. I walk around and I don't even realize it, but I'm just singing. I just walk around singing. Like in the grocery store, people are just like staring like, what is she doing? Um, I just sing <laughs> unconsciously. And so growing up, my parents always called me their little songbird. And I always loved Christmas music. I'm one of those people that starts listening to Christmas and music in October and my whole life. And so um, I always wanted to have a Christmas album. I don't know. When I was little, I just that was a big childhood dream of mine. And it was way before I thought I wanted to pursue singing and um, far before I thought I wanted to do, had any interest in acting. Um, and so here I am. But but the album came about, um, in short, the, the, in a nutshell, last year I was telling um, one of my friends, a publicist friend of mine, I was like, I have all these goals. There's so many things I want to do in life. Like, I love acting. That's my that's my first passion and my first love um, as far as my creative outlet goes. But, you know, I want to have a, I want to have a Christmas album and I want to do this and I want to do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm going down my laundry list and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you on the Christmas album? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm, I've never, I don't know. I was like, all I know is that, you know, people make Christmas albums all the time. So, and most, you know, Christmas songs are generally covers, so I don't know the the legal work behind it, but it's got to be pretty easy because people do it. And he and so I was like, so do I talk to an entertainment lawyer first, or do I talk to a producer? And he's like, I don't know. So then he put me in touch with Rob Kiss Christie, my music producer, who at the time was just going to be kind of a sounding board for me. And Rob was so kind, and he just kind of answered all my, you know kindergarten questions about the music industry and then Rob was like you know what I'll just produce your single with Eric Martzoff you know just because you seem a little lost on this let me just help you out and I was like okay then I got there and Field and Chuck Berghofer who's an amazing drummer and bassist um, they were Dean Martin and um, Frank Sinatra's musicians for years I mean for decades and so we had a lot of success with Baby It's Cold Outside and then because of that, they were like, let's record a full album. So that's how we got to where we are now. But it all started back when I was like five, you know, singing Christmas music at the top of my lungs, spinning around in circles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is the style or the style of the songs, like jazz style or different styles? Or? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's a little bit different styles. You know, I have um, two penned original tracks. One's called Tinsel Time, which, of course, is also, you know, the title of the album. And that's an upbeat um, kind of classic, like Jingle Bell Rocky style um, 
<laughs> Jingle Bell Rocky sounds like a movie. Jingle Bell Rock style <laughs> music. Um, and then um, the other original one is called Santa, We're All Waiting on You. And those are written by a producer in New York. I worked with um, when I, I did last year, I did a benefit concert for veterans in New York. And so the guy who set me up with that, his name is Donald Benjamin. He's such a sweetheart. He's also a music producer and a writer. Um, he wrote those. Um, so I sing those two, which are original tracks. And then you've got some classics. You know, you have Santa Baby, Baby It's Cold Outside with Eric Martzoff, of course, is on there. I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm, which is not a traditional Christmas song, but it totally fits in with the, the vintage jazzy feel. And then um, Silent Night and First Noel, which are sung a cappella, and they're, they're actually ended up being my favorite tracks. Who's been your influences in music? I mean, you mentioned, like, Frank oh my and Dean Martin. And <laughs> yeah, well, my whole life, uh, you know, people have always said, they're like, you were born in the wrong time period. I'm, I'm, which I don't fully agree with, but I get what they mean because I'm like 85 years old inside. I call myself Nana all the time as I'm referring to myself in the third person. But yeah, I love Frank Sinatra, Gerald, Tony Bennett, Bobby Darren, um, you know, Dean Martin. I mean, I had like figurine dolls of them growing up. I would always steal my parents' vinyls and um, CDs, and they'd be like, where did all my Frank Sinatra CDs go? I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Barbara Streisand amazing amazing artists like that i even love celine dion i love celine dion she's not like completely in their exact um you know genre but she's really like a classic artist and i love you know anything about the rap pack being jazzy and kind of fun like that well where can people find your cd it'll be available on your website uh is it available you know yes. on uh, itunes and all that too yes so it will be I'm selling it, obviously, on my website, which is com, and the perk of that is it's going to be the same price as everywhere else. Actually, it might end up being cheaper because I'm not exactly sure. Like, I think Amazon and things, I think they make their own price. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Last year, they did. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They, they charge people it's way too much for my single. But <laughs> so if people order it from my <laughs> website, I'm going to sign every CD, and I'm also going to send them a personalized Christmas card. So... I just am doing that as a as a bonus for the fans if they want to buy it from me. If not, it's um, still it will be available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, anywhere digital music media is available and sold. It will be sold, and it will also be in select stores. Um, I know it'll be either music in Los Angeles is going to sell it, and then we're not sure from there. So, yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, you mentioned the the single "Baby It's Cold Outside." How did that single mm-hmm. come about with Eric? Well, like I mentioned, I talked to my friend who was like, you know, where are you on the Christmas CD? And I decided I was like, well, let me just record a single first because what if I record a whole album? Which you know, it costs money to produce music. So, what if I record a whole album, blow all this money, and then nobody likes it? And, and you know, and everybody's like you're horrible and they don't want to listen to my music or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I was like, let me just practically record a single. And maybe it's my very favorite um, Christmas singles, the songs. And so I was like, you know, this is really funny because Eric and I, you know, Days of Our Lives filmed so far in advance. We, <laughs> we knew that Teresa had been pregnant. Um, I think at that point we definitely knew that Tate had been stolen and by Kristen Demir and all this stuff. And I think the audience knew it. So we also thought there was something ironic and funny about Baby It's Cold Outside. 
Eric and I used to always joke, baby, it's cold outside of my uterus. Um, that was like a little joke. But Eric's got a brilliant voice. Um, you know, he was on Broadway for years, and we're really good friends. And I was like, you know, this will be great, because if the fans like it, they're going to like it even more if it's us singing together. Um, so let's just kind of see how this goes. And it went really well, but that's how that came about. It's just one of my favorite songs. And then I happened to be working with a, a guy who has a ridiculously incredible voice, and he's my friend. So that's how that came about. And I also wanted to do a shout-out that you and Eric are going to be hosting the Indie Series Awards next year at April 22nd, yes! 26th. How, are you are you a big supporter of independent series on the Internet? Absolutely. Huge supporter of it. Um, indie series in general. Um, yeah, that, that's how I got. I mean, the Internet wasn't really a big thing 10 years ago when I started acting. You know, like like web series was not – I don't know that web series was even a thing until maybe 2007, to my knowledge. I wasn't cool, mm-hmm. though. Maybe it was. <laughs> but they've come a long way. And But I did get my start in indie films, and I still do a lot of indie films um, every chance I get on the side. So I'm a big fan of independent projects in general. I think that they, they bring about a camaraderie and a collaboration. And, I mean, there's nothing like working on indie, independent projects because everybody is part of an ensemble, you know. Everybody's working together for the, the common goal, and I just love that. There's no... There's no, like, diva system in indies, to my knowledge, in my experience. So, yeah, I'm a big proponent and supporter of. Yeah, I think because it's such a new genre, such a new thing that people are just it is right it and build it up and make it more popular. And, I mean, they used to and have the series awards here in New York City, and I would, I would uh, oh, really? do a few interviews at those, and everyone just seemed, you know, there wasn't really a competitive, backbiting nature to it. It seemed like everybody was just no. happy to be there and supporting and excited to be putting up their shows, you know. Um, it's, and that's exactly how it is. I just feel like there's a, a real camaraderie among indie um, web series makers. In the, in the spirit of uh, the Christmas season, keeping up the theme, <laughs> uh, you also have a Lifetime movie coming up, uh, The Spirit of Christmas, yes. on December 19th. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so that airs December 19th, like you said, at 8 p.m. on Lifetime. Oh, my gosh, that was such a fun project. Um, I am the, It's a female protagonist, go girl power. Um, <laughs> I'm opposite of Thomas Baudouin, Uh He's an amazing Canadian actor. He lives in New York. Uh, very, very um, well-known in Canada and France. Um, he's incredible in it, and it was such, so much fun working with him. I play Kate Jordan. She is a sassy, take-no-prisoners, really funny um, lawyer. And uh, I thought about going to law school, so I was like, yes, I get to play a lawyer. This is so fun for me. And um, in short, she basically is jaded, you know, I mean, she's a sweet girl, but she's comes from a broken home, she doesn't believe in love, she doesn't believe in marriage, um, you know, she's just like, I'm a single lady, and I don't really, and I date flippantly, but, like, there's nobody that's going to ever match me, so she's kind of married to her career, and at the start of the film, her boss is like, listen, we'll give you that promotion that you've been wanting if you can get this property appraised, she's like, by when? He's like, three weeks, you know, and by the end of the year, and she's like, that's in three weeks. So then she uh, she's like, okay, well, I really want this promotion. So she goes and she realizes that they can't get the property appraised because apparently 
the um, mansion, the hotel mansion is haunted. And she's like, that is so ridiculous. Like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. This is crazy. So she's like, fine, I'll camp out. Like, I will get it appraised because I'm getting that promotion. Eyes on the prize. And, of course, uh, very quickly she meets the ghost of Daniel Forsyth. And it's not really a ghost story as much as, to me, it's a fairy tale fable um, kind of element to it because it's like Beauty and the Beast in that, Daniel Forsyth was the owner of the inn. He was murdered um, back in the early 1900s. And um, so he, his spirit was cursed that every Christmas it comes back for, he comes back for 12 days in human form. And so they're trying to figure out the mystery together of how he died because it starts out. She's like, okay, I got to get you off this property. You got to stop scaring these appraisers away. I need this promotion. And he's like, I got to get you out of my house. She's like, okay, so let's solve this murder so, like, you can cross over to the other side or whatever, and um, I'll get my job promotion. And then, of course, um, you know, love blossoms and all of that goodness. So it's a <laughs> traditional Christmas movie that has a romantic element that also has, like, a fairy tale element, and it's got some grit to it. And it honestly had a lot of turns in it and twists that I didn't see coming, and that was surprising to me because most um, scripts follow a pretty standard formula. Um, where once you've read like a hundred gazillion scripts, you can kind of predict what's coming next. And it has some surprises. So I'm really excited about it. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, so, you. Uh, you know, speaking of a lot of fun, you know, it has been a whirlwind uh, on Days of Our Lives with the 50th anniversary, and you have been so busy on book tours at gala parties at the Day of Days. How have you been enjoying yeah. this, this special time on the show? Oh, my gosh. I love Hollywood history so much, and I have such an appreciation for um, how TV came about and everything. So I still, I don't think I'll ever get over the fact that I'm on Days of Our Lives during the 50th anniversary. That's huge. You know, we're NBC's longest-running show, as you know. I mean, as everyone knows, and it's just, it's just cool because you know, it's a series that's known worldwide. You can say Days of Our Lives and. Whether people have seen the show or not, they can say, oh, is that the one, like, the stands for the hourglass or the days of our lives? You know, everyone knows it. So I feel incredibly, I don't know, humbled and just blessed to be on the show at this time. And, and you know, the inner historian of, in me just completely appreciates that. Yeah, my inner, my husband's laughing. He's like, your inner dork, you mean? Yeah, my inner dork <laughs> appreciates <laughs> that I'm on the movie. Uh, I mean, I'm in the show at this time period, and um, but I've been having fun. You know, it's been a lot to to do the press, to still be filming the show, to be promoting the Christmas movie, and then recording and doing Christmas concerts. I I've not been sleeping very much, but it's such a joy. You know, I have I keep taking each moment and just saying to myself, "This is a lot at once, but these are all things you've dreamt about." You know, this is all so many dreams coming true at once. And so I'm choosing to find the joy in it versus the sleep deprivation. <laughs> so sure. I'm having a you can sleep, but you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I sleep when you die. All right. All right yeah. so my husband, I'm like December 26th. I'll sleep in. You know? <laughs> yeah. You have to pencil <laughs> in when to sleep. Stuff. That's really bad. <laughs> we, I was on set two weeks ago and my makeup artist, Nina, who I love, I come in and I had slept 40 minutes the night before. And it was only because I was looking at the clock and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get ready for work in 40 minutes, so I better just sleep. So I sleep, I come in, and she's looking at me like all suspicious. She's like looking at my face. 
And I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure if it's mascara or just black circles under my eyes. And she was like, I was thinking the same thing. So she tried to use makeup remover, and it came up, like, completely clear. And she and I just burst out laughing. I was like, well, here we go. Like, <laughs> making, go ahead, do your job, cover up these black circles under my eyes. So oh, I've had fun. Lord. And, you know, I'm just laughing through it. But it, it is a blast. I couldn't, I wouldn't change a thing about my life right now. I'm very happy about it. Sure. Well, yeah, it's interesting <laughs> with the new, with the new writing team, Teresa is going into this new direction with uh, designing dresses and starting the yeah. business with Nicole and Kate. What do you think about this change with Teresa? Is I love it. Do you like the storyline where it's going? Yeah. I I do. The changes with Teresa, I mean, it's kind of a two-part answer. Like, the changes with Teresa are nice because I've always seen Teresa as this wounded girl. I base her off of my best friend from junior high, who I love dearly, but she was just a hot mess. And um, she was always just that lovable mess that people would be like, why are you friends with this girl who's going to remain nameless? And I was like, because I love her. Like, you know, she's on the inside, she was just hurting, you know, but she puts on a tough exterior and she gets into terrible situations and she makes terrible rash decisions. So I've always just loved Teresa and I love that the writers are giving her an opportunity um, to be more vulnerable, you know, and to reveal what's really underneath and what's really driving her and has been driving her this whole time. Um, but what's fun is, the baby, you know, Tate makes Teresa really become um, someone who loves people, pure selflessness. You know, I think, I don't have kids yet, but I love kids. Um, and I have an understanding of, you know, love for children. I'm not a mom yet. But all moms and all parents say, once you have a kid, it's it's completely selfless. It's like this, it's this new kind of love that, it's like I would die for my my husband. I love him. But there's a difference that comes when you have a child. And so I think that that's obviously affecting Teresa and it's bringing a new color to her. So I do like that. I also like, though, that she's still sassy. And then the other part of the answer is, I mean, come on, working with Lauren Coslow and Ariane Zucker, like, are you kidding me? They're <laughs> amazing. They are such goddesses, you know, on the screen and off. I love them both personally and professionally. And... um I just think it's so dynamic. There's a lot of comedy that comes about it, you know, uh, especially with Ari. I mean, she plays Nicole for anyone who doesn't know her name by, by, by actor name, but she is so funny. And so it's just fun to do comedy with her. And then we bring in Meredith Scott Lynn who plays Anne. And it, I mean, it's just, it's brilliant. Well, it's, I think it's better uh, you know, than Teresa a has such before. strong relationships. Teresa has such entertaining relationships with the different female characters of the show. You know, Kate, Nicole, yeah, and and then you're also also you know your 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 sister Eve, Cassie DePiva. I just love the Donovan yeah. sisters because you know, it, I mean, I do sad too. You know, she's leaving, but you you know I think you know that you guys were always entertaining together, scheming and each sort of helping each other, but disgusted with each other at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Catherine um, is amazing. Oh, yeah. It, well, I wanted to mention one thing, too. I saw with all the millions of Day of Days interviews that are out there, I saw Eric Martzall say an interesting thing about Thrady, uh, you know, about the uh, oh yeah, Lisa, what did he say? Teresa I'm Brady. He was like he really enjoyed it. what he really likes about the romance, or you know, about the story is that 
they're not they're two imperfect people they're two damaged people together you know and it's got this dynamic back and forth it's not boring it's not two perfect characters that are just that have no flaws and and, you know and i think he's absolutely on target with that whole dynamic with uh with, with Brady, uh, yeah. So, uh, would you like to see this relation uh, to see Teresa and Brady ultimately together? Is it more interesting in act- as an actress with a back and forth? Or, I mean, I just want to keep working with Eric. You know, whether it's fighting or whether it's you know being happy, we have so much fun working together. So, I mean, there's different. There's different. Um, Emotion, you know, I don't know, it's not like a feedback, I guess, is the best word for it. As an actor, as you're experiencing the scene, you experience different things. If you're fighting, it's really fun, but if you're happy together, it's also, there's a different dimension to that. Um, and both are both are really um, interesting and, and fun for, you know, artists to go through. So I just want to keep working with him. I think he's very talented and, yeah, you know, we're friends, so it's it's nice to work with him. So you have so much going on, like you said, never being able to sleep with uh, <laughs> with your album, and with, with all your charities that you're involved with as well, and, and so much that you're always doing. So congratulations, and I look forward to seeing, to hearing the Christmas album. I'll play it while I'm wrapping my presents. And <laughs> oh, thank you, Lori. For more interviews with Outtakes, follow me on Twitter at Lori's Outtakes or like my Facebook page at Outtakes Interviews on Blog Talk Radio. Until next time.